high-pitched Highland accent. "'The last thing I need is the disciplined branch descending on me, "'because you've seen fit to roast some daft bint. "'You're bloody lucky she was too stupid to make the complaint.' "'Fraser noticed how his boss referred to the something, "'in the way a foreigner would. "'Tourists regularly took him for a German or Scandinavian, "'and not from the Isle of Harris that was his home.' A long period of admonishment ensued, after which Fraser resolved to improve in every way and pay many less visits to the Taste of India restaurant. "'Karen, could you come over, please?' Fraser summoned the PC. She walked slowly towards him, never taking her eyes from the body, in the way a child would, having been asked to pat a snake. "'What's up?' he inquired. "'Surely this isn't your first stiff?' Her doe-eyed nod was barely perceptible. Having worked his probationary period in Glasgow, Fraser was no stranger to dead bodies. Murders, drowning, suicides, accidents, occasionally even some natural deaths, all were part of the daily diet of Glasgow's finest. The difference now was that, for the time being at least, the crime scene was his responsibility. No van full of colleagues likely to appear— the serious crime squad over a hundred miles away, even his DS off sick, laid low with a persistent early retirement back. Right here, right now, he was the senior CID officer on duty in the subdivision. In fact, the only CID officer on duty in the subdivision. It's not just that, Archie, the PC had a strong local accent. I mean, this is Kinloch. I probably know her. How could he forget? The crime locus was three miles away from one of the most unique places he had ever been to, let alone lived and worked in. Kinloch. The town was situated on a peninsula 150 miles from Glasgow, on Scotland's rugged west coast. Alternatively, miles away from anywhere, as Fraser had come to think of it. Around ten thousand people lived in what could best be described as a modern alternative to the 1950s. Everyone knew everyone else, down to the tiniest detail of family, even personal, life. Sometimes when working on a case, the young policeman had the distinct impression that everybody knew what he was trying to find out, but of course, were never going to tell. Another symptom of such a close-knit community was an inherent distrust of strangers, including policemen. Fraser's uncle, himself a retired police officer, had advised him always to have friends outside the job, as the force was habitually known to initiates. He believed that because many cops both worked and socialised together, it left them isolated, introverted and out of touch. "'You keep your ear to the ground, son, especially in a wee place like Kenloch.' Uncle Davy had declared sagely, "'I mean, you're never going to find anything out about these people unless you get out and talk to them. Socialise, spend a few bob, buy a couple of drinks, and you'll see they'll soon open up.' Archie had mixed feelings about this strategic advice. For a start, Davy had had his ear to the ground and bought so many drinks, and so regularly, that he was now awaiting a liver transplant. Also, this was Kinloch, a place most definitely apart. However, he thought that some of what Davy had said could be useful. As the town was his first posting as a DC, he resolved to immerse himself in the community. 
He tried to join the local golf club, though sadly they were full. Unabashed, he tried the local tennis and cricket clubs, both with the same result. He was briefly elated when the town's Gallic choir had contacted him in the hope he could swell their dwindling numbers. Sadly, Fraser was about as tone-deaf as it was possible to be. He had tried visiting the local pubs when off duty. Kinloch had a goodly number of such establishments, far too many, according to some of the town's more temperate residents. They conformed to small communities within the community. For instance, the regulars at the shore bar wouldn't consider crossing the threshold of the royal borough across the road. Subtly, each establishment catered for a slightly different clientele. Rowdy youths attended Pulse, a noisy club bar in the main street, while their more cerebral peers became habitues of the old bothy in the square. Roman Catholics preferred the...